Welcome to Life Unedited. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, and this is your lifestyle guide to living an unapologetic life that aligns solely with you. Welcome back. All right, you guys. So I sort of abruptly ended season one. Uh, I wasn't really planning on it, but you know, sometimes things just happen and you just kind of like take a, a clean break. That's sort of what happened. So without even meaning to, we I ended season one and now we're going to start season two. And I'm not really sure if there's like an actual like time frame most people do this in, but if you've ever met me or been around me before, you know, I sort of just make up my own rules to everything in life. So here we go. All right, you guys, today I want to talk about protecting yourself. One of the biggest parts of my coaching and one of the biggest things that I do that no matter no matter what you come to me for, no matter what we are working on, it always comes back to this. And that thing is society. And it comes back to what society is telling you versus what your heart is telling you. Okay? We can be talking about body image. We can be talking about your financial success. We can be talking about what kind of car you drive, what education you have, what career you want to change into. It will always always, always in a conversation with me, come back to society. And when we get back to society, we then begin our journey of, well, why do you want this? What do you want? Wait, hold up, time out. Who really wants that? Do I want that or do you want that? Does society want that or do you really want that? It, it is a very very, very um, prominent running thread in this, I want to say country, but really I think it's the world, you guys. I really think, I don't think this, what are we going to call it? It's not a trend. Like it's here to stay. This pressure from society, it's it transcends worldwide and it transcends color. It transcends age, it transcends gender, it transcends everything. Economic status, the pressure of society will break through every and all barriers that are there to mindfuck you. Yeah, not cool, dude. So here's the deal. We have to learn how to protect ourselves. And that is not an easy thing to learn. And sometimes the way that we need to protect ourselves goes against every single thing we've ever been taught. So for instance, I'm having a fight with my significant other, my best friend, my mother. We're having a disagreement. And they are continuing 
to bombard me. Now, because of my past trauma, I know that what they are doing to me is gaslighting. I know that what they are doing to me is dismissing my feelings and manipulating my words to make their point. And I know that every single thing they are telling me now directly contradicts things that they told me 15 minutes ago and it contradicts things that they told me yesterday and then that of things from three months ago, right? That is that is gaslighting. Gaslighting is a constant manipulation of how you should feel, telling you how you should feel, why you are wrong, why your feelings don't matter. No, no, no. Justification of their actions. And it puts everything in contradiction. It raises your anxiety and it mind fucks you. Because you legit will start asking yourself if you're crazy. You will begin to question whether or not you are right or wrong. And here's something I've learned in my time of doing this. Being a productive human, being a good human, being the kind of human that I want to be in the world, 98% of my disagreements, nobody is right and nobody is wrong. Right? Now, are there times somebody is wrong? Yes. Are there times I am wrong? Yes. But most of the time, nobody is specifically right or wrong. There's a difference of opinion with two different sides. And each side views this center based on the filters of their own life. So for me, in these disagreements, I, it, for me, things go perfectly when we can sit down together and we can say, oh, I see. You know, I, I see why you feel that way and I can respect that. Now, let me explain to you what, how I feel and why I feel this way and how I interpreted it. Okay, now we each know why we took the actions we did. We know that there was no specific goal of manipulation or hurt. We can hog agree to disagree and move on. Okay? But in the event that somebody is incapable of having a conversation like that. And in case you're wondering who is incapable of having a conversation like that, a narcissist is incapable of having a conversation like that. Someone who manipulates is incapable of having a conversation like that. People who are unable or not yet ready to take accountability and responsibility for their actions are incapable of interacting like that. So what happens is those people, because they are incapable of saying, I understand how what I did hurt you, or I understand why you got so upset. Let me show you the way I see it, and then let's talk about it. But those people can never see the way you see it, because they are right. They are the only ones who are right. And you will never be right, and you will never be valid.
that, and I'm going to get some slack on saying this, but I'm going to say it and I'm going to stand really firm in this sentence. That is abuse. That is abuse. It is emotional abuse. I know this because I've lived it. I have lived in an emotionally abusive marriage. I have survived through emotionally abusive friendships and past relationships. And since then, I have cut all of the abuse out of my life. I now see red flags that other people don't always see. And there is no second chances. Like you gaslight me once, it's it's done, it's over. Uh-uh, nope, peace out. This is super important to recognize. Here is the other thing. The person who is constantly on the receiving end of the abuse, the person who is constantly made to question themselves, who is constantly made to doubt themselves, who is always immediately invalidated, told they're crazy. They see, that's not, you're making that up. They are accused. They are, they are the ones who are accused of manipulating. They are the ones who they forgive and they forgive and they forgive. Okay. They justify. Here's the thing about being a, in a healthy adult relationship. There is never a need to justify. That goes whether it's a romantic relationship, a familial relationship, a friendship. As an adult in a healthy relationship, you do not need to justify yourselves. We are taught to justify ourselves from the time we are little. Why are we taught to justify ourselves? Because we have been being manipulated since we were little. Even if we grew up in the most loving family in the world, we have still been manipulated. We've been manipulated by society, by the government, by everything that's out there, by the internet, by all of these sources who have told us that we're not worthy, we don't deserve it, all these things. And you might be saying, well, what are you, a conspiracy theorist? No, I'm not. But you know what and how I mean this? Let me tell you. I mean it because Brock Turner, the judge didn't want to ruin his reputation didn't want to ruin his future when he was caught raping an unconscious girl behind a dumpster. That is manipulation. That is manipulation that says he is more valuable than her. And that manipulation went out to every girl, every woman in the country when that verdict came down. When we continue to confirm Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court. And we watched men all over the country tear Dr. Ford apart, 
call her a liar. That is manipulation. Because right there we're saying, well, shh. She couldn't, that couldn't possibly be true. Well, why didn't you do this? Well, why didn't you? We're blaming her. That's the part. Manipulation blames the, the innocent person. So these people, and I say this from experience. I remember saying this to my therapist at one point. Maybe I'm the problem. She was like, what? And I was like, well, maybe I'm the, I'm the problem. He keeps telling me I'm the problem. Maybe I'm the problem. And I remember her sitting there saying, the person who is the problem cannot even utter those words. That's how I know you're not the problem. So if you are remotely out there thinking, maybe I'm the problem, you're not the problem. The person who is the problem, the person who truly manipulates, they cannot even utter the words, maybe I'm the problem, let alone, oh shit, I fucked up. You'll never hear it come out of their mouth. Never. So the thing I want you to recognize is when you are in one of these relationships and I have been there, I have gone through this. You are being invalidated. You are being told you are a piece of material of some sort. You are an object because you're being objectified because an object doesn't have valid feelings. But you're not an object. You are a fucking human and a human has valid feelings. And I don't really give a shit whether your your feelings are being seen or unseen by the other person. The point is you have feelings and no matter what they are, they are valid. So here's the deal. All of these things Tie back into our worthiness. Ties back into who we are and what we want. And one of the biggest things that I see, and this is, I'm really passionate about this right now. I watch women stay in relationships that they are miserable in. That they are being emotionally abused in. Because at one time, it was good. I understand that. I've been that person. Some of them say because they're terrified of what happens if I leave. Some of them stay because they simply don't know that they are better than that, that they deserve better than that. Because after years and years of being told all of the bullshit, guess what? You believe it. You believe you're wrong. You believe that your feelings are not valid. You believe that you are not worthy. But guess what? You fucking are. You are worthy. I spent 10 years in an abusive marriage. It was not physically abusive. My ex-husband never put a hand on me. He did punch a hole through the wall. He 
did other radical things, but it was extremely emotionally abusive. And I remember praying with all of my heart and soul that he would hit me because that was a clear, clear cut boundary. That was a clear cut, defined line that I knew if I went home and said to my parents, if I went home with a black eye, they would tell me to leave. That the Catholic church that I grew up in and all of the guilt that I had around that, that they would tell me it was okay to leave if I was being hit. But he never hit me. In fact, I never even called our marriage abusive until probably a year after the, the marriage ended and was finalized. I had walked into the studio and one of my renters had completely rearranged the furniture. And it was a complete and total PTSD reaction because you see, before we started a spiral, every single one of his spirals for years going back and things I didn't recognize, going back to when we were dating, every single one of his spirals where we were about to hit a shit ton, huge whirlpool full of abuse and trauma started with rearranging the furniture. I could literally, I would open the front door and I would sense like something's off, something's off, something he's he's getting angrier, he's getting angrier. I would open the front door and I would see that the furniture was rearranged and literally everything in me would die because my kids were already inside. So I couldn't just turn and walk back away. And I knew that I was going to be in for hell. Because without a doubt, we were going to fight that night and many upcoming nights. And not just like little fights, like all out screaming, yelling, throwing things, crying, hysterics, thinking I'm crazy, thinking it's all my fault, trying, blaming myself for everything. And I knew that I was about to take a huge dive. And it all started because the furniture was rearranged. And one day I came into the studio and all of the furniture was rearranged and by one of my renters and, and it hit me. It was like somebody had thrown a brick as hard as they could and it hit me in the stomach. I mean, I went down hyperventilating to the point I had to cancel my appointments, leave the studio, go home and call my therapist because I couldn't catch my breath. It was such a physical visceral reaction. That reaction was the very first time I ever admitted that my marriage was abusive. Because only abuse can produce a reaction so vile. My goal is to help every human see things for what it is and make the decision that they want. But here's the problem, you guys. Most people who are in that abusive relationship, they don't know what the fuck they want. All they want is for the abuse to stop. 
They don't really want to leave. They don't really want a different husband. All they want is for the abuse to stop. They want their their significant other to go back to who they were when they first met, when things were happy. And they believe that that can still happen. My job is not to convince anyone that they should or they shouldn't, that they should leave, they shouldn't leave, what they should do. My job, my goal is to help them figure out what it is they want and then plan accordingly. Because every single thing in this life is figureoutable. Everything. There is a there is a solution for any and everything that comes your way, but you have to believe it. And see, the thing is, is you also have to figure out what it is you want. What solution do you want to go after? That is what I help people figure out. Do you want to leave? Do you want to stay? Do you know that you're worthy? What are you worthy of? How do you want to be treated? What boundaries does that include? There's a lot to that, you guys. There is a lot to that. So, what what I want everyone to take away from this, from today's talk, is the fact that I want you to be cautious of anyone out there who's telling you exactly what to do. And I have been I have been guilty of this, especially when it comes to close friends and family, because I get so passionate. And I get so upset for the person that I get like, well, he can't fucking do that. Well, that's not that. But at the end of the day, also all of my friends and family know that I am not, I am not attempting or trying to make a decision for them. And I will not judge them for whatever decision they make. What I want them to do is make the best decision they can make for themselves. And I want to help them make that decision. You guys, I feel like this is like the perfect segue. This is the perfect segue because I have a brand new, brand new workshop that just dropped. It start, it's, it's the, the workshop date is June 2nd. Okay. June 2nd. And on that day, We are getting together on Zoom, online. So it doesn't matter where in the world you live, you can do this with me. 10 a.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are walking through the goal. We are walking through what it is you failed at. Now, here's the thing. People hear that and they're automatically going like, well, it's weight loss or it's, 
getting $10,000 in my savings account. I've been trying for years. I haven't done it yet. No. This program is for anyone who feels like they failed at something. They failed at something they've wanted. The, program, the, the workshop is called Failure to Success. It is for the person who feels like their marriage is a failure. It is for the person who feels like they are a failure as a mother. They're a failure as a business owner. They are a failure in their career. They have failed to lose the last 10 pounds. They have failed to save $5,000. They have failed to pay off their debt. Whatever it is that you feel like you have failed at, this is for you, especially if you don't, where you're sitting, whatever it is, where you're sitting is not where you want to be. Because if you feel like you're, you failed in your marriage, then the goal was to have this super happy, healthy marriage, right? But you're miserable. It's been three years and you are fucking miserable. You cry every day. You don't have the goal. This process is going to help you. It's going to help you figure out what it is you actually want, and we're going to map out how to get there. So this process is about making you a better human, stronger person. And I mean that in terms of like stronger in the sense of you know what the fuck you want, and you're going to draw those boundaries around you to get what you want. We are going to cut through all of the BS, all of the excuses. We are going to change your life. So if you are ready for some real life-changing shit, don't miss out. I am going to drop the link, all right? in the show notes, but you can also, if you go onto my Facebook, onto my social media, onto my Instagram, into my LinkedIn, the link is everywhere. It's, you can find it at my link tree, which is linktr.ee backslash Tabitha Lynn Sweeney. Okay. Find it, click on it. Join me. There are two early bird specials. There's a 72-hour sale. Started yesterday, which is May 3rd. Oh, guys, may the 4th be with you. It started May 3rd, and it goes until May 6th. 72 hours, and you will save $200 and get a one-to-one follow-up coaching call with me for free. So that three or four weeks after this program, after this workshop ends and you're working on stuff, we are going to get together and kind of discuss, is it working? How's it working? What do we need to tweak? How can I help you? What do we need to do? Okay. 
that $200 and the free coaching call, that's only good until Saturday, May 6th. But from Saturday, May 6th until May 19th, I have an early bird special, you guys, that saves you $100 off the course of the workshop. Don't miss out. With this workshop, you are going to get, it's four hours of coaching. There's going to be, there's a very aligned curriculum that we are going to go through. This this process, this system has been tried and tested. It works. I've been doing this for years with my fitness clients. It works. I promise you. You are also going to get a guided book, a recording of the workshop so that you can go back and re-watch, pick up the things that you, you missed the first time around. You are also going to get, there's going to be a private Facebook group where we're all going to go for one month and it's going to be open until July 1st. Okay, and then I'll close it down so that that month after the workshop, you get extra support. And we're also going to have one follow-up workshop, one hour follow-up workshop, Q&A, to answer any, all questions, obstacles, everything that you may be facing a week after the workshop, which is the Q&A is on June 9th. All right, guys. Say all that to tell you how much I love you and how much I want to remind you that you are worthy of more in your life. Do not settle. Do not settle. As always, you guys, you know, reach out, drop me a line. Um, If you've liked this episode, by, by all means, please leave a review. Give me five stars. Leave a comment. Um, I love hearing from you guys. All right. And on that note, I hope you have the most fabulous day. Go out and do something good. Mwah.